Hello, everybody, and welcome back again to the Your Fab Life podcast. Today, we'll be discussing how to pick which of your passions to turn into profit. So let's jump right in. I typically like a really great acronym to help you remember things. Uh, My acronym today is F-O-P-A-C-S, which is not a great acronym, Uh, but there are a total of six tips where I will show you how to pick which of your passions to turn into profit, whether it be a side hustle or a um, full-time business that you would like to launch. Okay, so before we actually get into the six tips, I know a lot of people struggle with having more than one uh, great idea, right? You're like, I can do this, I can do that. Maybe a book, a podcast, a website, a show, a film. You have all these great ideas. Um, but you can't do them all and do them all well. I think the, the saying is, um, jack of all trades, master of none. So I've struggled with that very early in my career. I always knew I was going to be a lawyer, but I also knew I would be this creative entrepreneur that had a lot of creative businesses. And I struggled in the beginning getting any of them off the ground because, of course, I was trying to do too many at once. So once I realized uh, the tips that I'm going to give you in this episode, I realized it's okay to do them all. You just have to do them one at a time. Uh, so this podcast will show you which is which of these uh, passions or ideas that you have you should choose first. Okay, so the first tip is... F, would you do it for free? Um, I say that because, again, if you're going to be working at something in the beginning, you may not be making any money or a lot of money. And so if you're really passionate about something, you would actually do it for free. And you would work hard at it because you're just so excited about it and you love to do it. Um, And so... I think there's another saying, you know, um, if you do what you love, you'll never work another day. That applies here. So is this idea or passion of yours something you would do for free? If the answer to that is yes, then you can check that off your list. Moving on. Uh, Overhead. So you want to pick. So this is the O in the acronym. Uh, So we have F for um, would you do it for free? O, overhead. So you want to choose something where there is little to no overhead. A good example of this is a digital product, like, you know, like a course or a template, something you're selling that's like a digital, that can be put in a digital PDF that people can download. Um, There's really no overhead with that. You know, you create the PDF on your computer, you upload it to your online store, and as people purchase it, they download it. the, maybe the most overhead you'll have is for running your website or uh, having your domain connected to the site that has this product. But you can even get around that. Um, there are some sites uh, like Gumroad where you don't pay to host your digital products. Like it's a free site. Where you can upload your products to that site and just give people that link to download your download products. So downloadable products. So there's there's ways around it. Okay, so there there are ways around um, even selling digital products and not having any overhead. Um, Even a podcast is something that really, if this is a passion of yours, you want to launch your own podcast, there really isn't 
any overhead. Um, there are free sites like Anchor that allow you to publish your episode for free across all streaming platforms um, to promote your podcast. You only need social media pages like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Again, all those platforms are free. So again, these are just examples of things that for the most part, I either have no to little overhead. And so you want to think, you know, out of all my ideas, what has the least overhead and check that box off. Okay, moving to the third t- uh, tip. P, is it passive? Now, all of your ideas are not going to be passive. So again, this is just a way to choose your first one. Um, things like podcasts, digital products, Uh, let's say you're going to get into real estate, you're going to buy some real estate, you came into some money, you got into some real estate. These types of things um, are incubators for passive income. Real estate is obvious, right? You buy one property, you rent it out, um, and you get paid on it every single month, but you only bought the property one time, right? You don't have to actively, passive income allows you to um, have something where you don't actively have to trade hours for dollars. It makes you money with it just sitting there, right? So real estate is a good example, but again, it typically has a high overhead unless you've come into some money. Uh, Digital products, again, like courses and forms and things that people can download from you um, in terms of digital products. Um, Again, you create it one time and you get paid on it over and over again. I've had products that I created probably five years ago that I'm still getting paid on today. And it took me maybe an hour or two hours to create some of these products and I'm still getting paid on them. So it's um, look at it as digital real estate uh, if you if you have digital products um, that you can sell online. And then um, again, uh, a podcast, something like a podcast can be considered a way to make passive right income because you can um you know launch this podcast have you know whatever episodes you're gonna have per season and then create things out of that podcast like merchandise that you create one time and you can get paid on it over and over again um advertising again um it's a, it's a passive form of income um people uh advertising on your podcast that you're already going to do that's a way of passive income bringing in advertising dollars for it so um i'm trying to think there's probably one more example i want to give in terms of passive income um oh something really up to date nfts um so non fungible tokens. So these digital assets uh, uh, that are typically art, right? Audio, artwork, things that people are selling online for thousands of dollars. Again, you create it one time and you can get paid on it over and over and over again. Um, Again, that's something new. But again, it's another, if if you're passionate about um, minting your your artwork or your audio or anything digital that you want to sell on one of these NFT websites for passive income, it's it's a it's a great passion to have, and it is highly lucrative. And again, like I said, it's it's passive income. Um, so again, your idea may not have passive income, but if it can have passive income, it should definitely go on the yes side in terms of one of the first ideas or passions that you go after. Uh, moving on, tip number four, A audience. Okay. So again, you have all these ideas. Maybe you have a show, a film, a book, a website, a t-shirt line. Um, I don't know. Maybe you want to go into public speaking. Like you have like all these business ideas, right? Maybe a bit planning business. I mean, the, you know, 
the ideas are endless out here, right? In terms of how to make money. Um, do you, do you already have an audience for this? Like perhaps you've already been working on something and you can bring that audience over into this new concept. I have several legal brands. And so what I do is as I create other legal brands, I just keep moving my audience over, <laughs> you know, into my new ideas. Um, if you don't already have an audience established with uh, a, a business or projects or a social media page, if you don't already have an audience, is this idea going to generate a big audience pretty quickly? And one of the testers is how niche is it, right? So I have um, another podcast called The Black Lawyers Podcast. And it's really niche, right? It's talking about black law, black lawyers, black law students, you know, black news. It's very niche. So I knew that I could quickly get an audience because it was so niche. Mm -hmm. So I say that all to say that, you know, whatever this idea is or, you know, thing that you're trying to turn into a side hustle or a project or a full-time business, you know, is there an audience out there for what, you know, whatever product or service you're, you're, you're trying to um, sell? You know, if there isn't a really big audience, it's probably not a good idea to start with that as your first um, passion to turn into profits. Okay, moving on to tip number five, C as in consistency. So my my fifth tip is C, consistency, because that is the deal breaker in any side hustle or anyone trying to launch a full-time business. If you are not consistent with it, it's just never going to succeed. It could be the best idea in the world, but you have to be consistent. I mean, look at the Kardashians, even with them having the reality show that they have that consistently post on social media. They're consistently coming out with products. They're consistently marketing their stuff. They still have to be consistent with it. Now, you can create teams to or have assistants and interns, right, to help you with that consistency. I'm not saying do it all by yourself, but what I am saying is, Either you or a group of people need to get together to make sure you're consistent with marketing your products and services. You need eyeballs to convert to actual sales. And the only way you get those eyeballs is if you're consistently marketing and connecting with your audience, uh, whether it be on social media or whatever platform. So um, my suggestion is, can you be consistent with this idea or passion of yours without it taking away maybe from your main nine to five job? Because here's the thing, I never recommend anybody quit their job and just go out and be a full-time entrepreneur or just do their side hustle full-time. I always tell people, keep your nine to five, your benefits, your paycheck you're getting every two weeks until your side hustle literally or that side business literally um, preferably is double what you're making, but it has to at least be making what you're making at your nine to five. Then you know it's kind of safe that you can go ahead and quit that job. Um, but until then, you need to keep it on the side, meaning you're going to be working, you know, this nine to five job and, and trying to do uh, this side hustle or full-time business. And actually, my next episode will, will give you some tips on how to exactly do that. Um, but in the meantime, just ask yourself when picking your passion to turn into profit, is it something you can consistently do with your nine to five job? If the answer is no, you probably should start with that particular idea. Okay. And then we have last but not least S. So we're down to our final six tip uh, S. Is it scalable? Um, when I say scalable, 
can you create sub products or sub services under this one idea? So again, um, going back to um, a podcast, the podcast is just, you know, the audio, someone listening to your show episode, but you can also create merchandise. You can also do events. You can also have advertising. You can also do speaking engagements. You can even write a book based on your podcast advice, right? So these are all products after you launched the the podcast, but they're all flowing from that. So I always say, try to come up with something that, you know, you can, you know, brand it into other things, other subcategories. Um, a good example, going back to the, the Kardashians, because they're geniuses, geniuses is what they, at what they do, whether you hate them or love them. Um, they have, you know, Kylie, I want to say Kylie Jenner has, um, all these different makeup lines under her lip kit. Um, and then she she took her name Kylie, and so she has Kylie makeup. She has Kylie swim. She has Kylie baby. Um, she has a Kylie fragrance. So she has like so she took the brand name of Kylie, and created all these complimentary products under her name. Um, and again, it, because who she is on TV as a personality um, is scalable uh, to create these different products and services. So again. Consider whether, you know, when you're picking this uh, passion or idea to turn into profit, can you scale it? Um, if you can, absolutely put it in the, in the yes box. Um, and so there you have it. Um, I, want, I didn't want this episode to be super long, even though, as you know, if you've already listened to my previous episodes, um, I can be a, a little wordy. I wanted it to be straight and to the point so that you could quickly get the information you needed to move forward in choosing your first idea or passion that you're going to turn into profit. Um, one more time, just the, so that you can remember, uh, would you do it for free? Uh, does it have little overhead? Is it passive? Does it have a big audience? Um, is it something you can consistently do with your main job? And obviously, is it scalable? Um, if the answer is yes to all those questions, then congratulations. You have officially uh, been able to choose your first idea or passion to turn into profit. Thank you for listening to Your Fab Life. Until next time, please make sure to follow us on all our social media handles at at I am legally fab. Take care.